Okay, I have like a... I mean, this could possibly be a billion dollar idea. And you're just going to share it like this to our people? Yes. Wow. So Y'all okay. are lucky. So imagine this. Okay. This is like such a good way for me and you to make money because we're kind of older. So we we have like that. We're, not, we're 24. <laughs> no, but okay. But once you hear the idea, okay, okay, you'll okay, understand. Okay, okay. okay. We open a house in Nashville for tiktokers and we are like the managerial side of it <laughs> and we we own the house and we make all of them pay us rent so we are like the head we're of like the, the hype house yeah but 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 we're like completely behind the scenes of it like so we're like thomas petro no but nobody knows Lil us Huddy, but in the silence yes and nobody knows us in literally we're like we're like sorority house moms but for like a tiktok house in nashville that's kind of funny wouldn't that be such a good idea we would make so much fucking money and then we would like it would essentially be like an airbnb for tiktokers okay and like you like when people would come into nashville like that so would like they would stay there okay so it's a content house but like no one yeah. but we're not like managing people no nope. it's just we're on the we're, we literally just own the house and make them pay us rent so like when they want to come on vacation they have a place to stay yep. that's like aesthetically cool things yep. to do yeah we fill it with ring lights of, yeah like they yeah ring lights they already have like selfie cameras they have yeah like there's, good lighting. there's tripods everywhere it's already stocked with food yeah they're ready to go we, we have like we make sure that like anybody that they have a brand deal with all of their products are in the fridge so it's almost like a like an airbnb like a room for content creators yeah uh, tell me that's not a good idea honestly that kind of slaps really like right like <laughs> the, i feel like not it, even just like nashville it's just like we could manage it in nashville but i feel like you could do it a you lot could, of you places. could put one in la you could put one in new york you could put one in like right, i don't because, know like, there's so many content creators around the world that like want to go places but like if they have that place that they can go, that's also like a safe space that they yeah, like yeah, yeah. know. They all can stay in too. So like you could be like, and I you don't can know, meet other content you creators could, while you're there. Yeah. And like, yeah. Yeah. You could be like from like fucking Missouri, but you're like, hey, I want to like try to go make it in LA, rent a room from the fucking, I don't know, what would we call it? The Vibe House or whatever. <laughs> you You get a room at the Vibe House for two months. You pay us rent. You live there. You can make all your content with the equipment that we have, and it's like you're living in the big leagues. You test it out. If you succeed, then you go get your own place, but we make money while you're here. Wow. Isn't that a good idea? Loki? Yeah. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I just needed validation on it. That is kind of a cool idea. I feel like we just don't have the capital for it, I and know, that's, that's what the issue. sucks. That's so the issue. I think we're going to have to fuck our way to the top. God damn it. Get the capital. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but but if I if I was Dave Portnoy, this would be something I would be doing. Yeah, I'm actually like kind of surprised that this isn't like a thing yet. Yeah, right? 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 Like this is actually I would say like all these a very kids good idea. all these kids are just like leasing these ginormous houses from random people. Let's be the fucking random people, but promote it. Like we put the house it's on the like thing as like a, a content house. There's like a website you can go to and basically they have like um apartments and like all different cities mm -hmm. and you just you rent through them so like you yeah, like yeah, one yeah. year you have like one rental price and like you have to commit to a like that apartment complex in like say nashville for three months and then after three months it's like you can go, go to move. chicago yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to la whatever yeah and like you just pay the rent of that and like yeah. as long as it's like within their like industry and i feel mm -hmm. like that's almost kind of like what we could do everywhere yeah wow emily i know 
I had that idea on my way over here and I just thought I would share it. Emily, that's fire. So, so, so if you're rich and this is a good idea, please, I'm going to TM this. So like give me some of the money from it. I'm a TM this. So TM, TM, TM. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot. Almost like Society 97. Can't take it. Yeah. Society 97 is TM'd, by the way. So, so we have trademarked that shit. Sorry about it. but So if you sell anything with that name on it, I will fucking sue you with all the money I don't have. And all the lawyers we have. We, we have a, a ton of lawyers. So many lawyers. I can't even count just, them. All. I wouldn't try to fuck with us. Just don't even fuck with us. <laughs> take my idea and you better watch your back, buddy. It's already been in the process of being trademarked as she came over here. Yeah. We know how to do the papers. We know how to do it all. Yes. Like, we don't need. Yep. Wow. That's that's incredible, Emily. Thank you. I really like that. I low-key want to kind of make like a Sims universe about this. We should. Do, I have Sims. Well, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so we both have friends coming in the next two weekends. But now you cannot because we've been making a metaverse version <laughs> of... <laughs> Even better, we just create the whole thing on the metaverse. No capital needed. <laughs> just like Bitcoin, but that's fine. You know fine. how many dumb like 17-year-olds would totally you know buy ETH property we would there? Need? I don't even know what that means. I just thought that sounded cool. <laughs> Ethereum? <laughs> I was just like, I feel like this is the key word to say. <laughs> We could put like fucking NFTs in their bedrooms. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do we ask Logan Paul to be on board to be an investor? Logan Paul, invest in our metaverse content creator houses that we will be creating. Yes. That's do it. it. Do it now. That's it. <laughs> Episode over. Episode over and break. <laughs> Welcome back to Society 97. I'm Kellen. And I'm Emily. And this week's episode, we are talking all about side hustles. So ways to make some extra cash uh, that we've done, friends have done, fails, successes, just all about it. Yes. Honestly, I would say that I haven't tried ever, like a lot, but I've thought about a lot. I've been chasing that bag since I was like 10 years old. I was like, you, you we were actually just discussing like side <laughs> hustles that we first started with. And I was like, definitely like for me, lemonade stand. Yeah. Like, I, we had signs. We would like carry out the table, sit on that corner for hours. Yeah. And like make about $4. But like that was everything. You know, it's a funny story. Uh, So this is how much of a businesswoman I've been since day one. Um, when I had one of my first lemonade stands that I was like old enough for it to like be successful, it's probably in like the fourth or the fifth grade. Right. Um, and the neighborhood I grew up in, we, we knew, we knew our clientele and we knew that they would be donating more money if there was a cause behind it. So we lied and we said that all of our money would be donated to the animal shelter. Emily. <laughs> and we kept all of that fucking money. <laughs> We made like hundred dollars. <laughs> You're a shitty person. I was in fourth grade chasing a fucking bag. <laughs> let me tell you the amount of. I've been hustling since day one. Bro, the amount fuck. of silly bands I bought with that money, unmatched. 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 <laughs> we were selling selling crystal light and those like pasty cookies, hundreds of dollars. <laughs> um, 
my lemonade stand was not that smart. I will say that. But we did also have iced tea. So we could oh, make an arm Arnold Palmer. I remember that one time. Um, but yeah, other than that, that was probably like my first side hustle yeah. ever. Um, but yeah, we were sitting today at like a little like brunch kind of deal. And we were like, what should we do for this week's topic? And we were like, you know, side hustles. Because it just makes so much sense because we're in a place right now where we're trying to make all different types of side hustles work to get right. a freaking bag real quick. Right. I don't care if it's twenty dollars. I don't care if it's a hundred dollars. I just want extra money. It's like our whole generation is like constantly chasing like either fast ways to make money or just like I feel like our whole generation is like we just love getting into different stuff. Oh yeah. Also our attention spans are like super fucking small. Yeah. So you're trying a new side hustle all the time and like also Definitely. that's just like your creative like outlet versus like your nine to five job and like also because your nine to five job isn't satisfying so you right. run to this creative outlet and then you're like i could be a millionaire and because of tiktok it makes yeah. you think that whatever you do is like you're gonna succeed genius. and make so much money also another thing like when you graduate college and you're on your own like paying your bills like mm. like when you're first on your own and paying for everything like your parents aren't giving you anything Money does not go fucking far. Like, and I, and I don't think you realize that before you're, like, completely on your own. But, like, I don't know. The the salary that you, this, like, nice cushy salary you got, like, it's not going as far as you think it is. So, like, side no. hustles are almost, like, necessary at this point. Yeah, 100%. And, like, like last week we were talking about, like, you know, friends that have babies and, like, yeah. you know, friends that are getting married. Like, how? I don't know. How do you, like... I will literally see people who I went to high school with like building whole ass houses, like building yeah. houses. Yeah, I have a friend right now who's like in the process <laughs> of building a house. And I'm like, mm. I mean, now you're like married and she just had a kid. How does that work? How many feet pics you be selling, bitch? Because <laughs> actually, one time she did try to sell feet pics and this bitch got kicked off the app immediately. No be- way. Well, because she was like not shy about the fact that she was like only selling feet pics. Oh, okay, okay, okay but yeah no she did try and, and she just she was blocked from that website but oh i mean i feel that we'll get we'll get into that in a little bit but, but. yeah honestly <laughs> this is all about in your 20s trying to make that extra ca- side cash yeah that's not like illegally selling drugs you know or right like, like that yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah but it's like the things that we've tried failed at and yeah. might not be completely legal but like pretty close to legal yeah yeah Nothing, close enough we're not like selling drugs i mean i'm not going to jail for it but i might it might be a little bit shady on the taxes situation might be a little spicy might be a little spicy (laughs) (laughs) all right so let's get into what we have done so i have personally never done this i have thought about it so many times (laughs) i have actually made so many numerous accounts to do this but i've never followed through and that is selling feet pics okay here's the thing I did this for a minute in college and I will say it's a lucrative business once you get into it. Mm-hmm. But to get into it is so fucking hard because like it all starts on Instagram. Literally, if you just go on the Instagram search bar and type in like foot fetish, mm-hmm. shit will just come up. And like that's where you kind of start with your like clientele, like finding people who are liking okay. these like weird accounts and all this stuff. And so it's kind of where it starts. But like. I got into it because I saw like a I watched like a YouTube video once and it was basically like a breakdown of like how to get into it. And this okay. girl like outlines everything. She did like she made like a really good video. Basically <laughs> talked about like how to like be safe and do it and like not expose your identity and like how to like get your money sent to you through like uh something that has nothing to do with your name. It's so much work, but like 
yeah, I ended up making like a couple thousand dollars doing Damn. it. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a good little side hustle, but also like for what it was, I feel like way too much work. Yeah, because I feel like we see all these girls like sit in there and be like, I got this bag because of like just selling feet pics like we aren't tana mojo like we can't just no, like and, hop and on only fans and sell feet pics and yeah. like make a lot of money like yeah people, you're putting in work yeah it's the like, people making like a shit ton of money like that is essentially their full-time job because well, yeah. all they're doing is like creating content around their fucking toes yeah <laughs> like they, they gotta make time to go get a pedicure like that is now yeah. a job not well, a leisure actually, activity it's actually like a big part of it too is like people like the color of your toes can yes. affect how much money you get. The arch in your There's foot like a- affects how much money you get. The the size of your foot and the shape. Like my my pinky toe is like a little fucked, like because of dancing for so many years. So like I would always people try- didn't like that. I would face tune that shit. Oh yeah. So there's like a fa- uh, an OnlyFans like documentary. I want to say it was on Hulu. It might be on HBO Max. I'm not 100. percent Is sure. it with Bella Thorne? It's not with Bella Thorne, but they do reference Bella Thorne. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But basically they take, um, I won't say like amateur, like people on OnlyFans because like they make a lot of money now, but like at the time they like, or they started off like they weren't famous before they had it. Exactly. Like they just, they honestly made it middle of pandemic and started making money off it. And the one girl on there like went through the whole process of how to sell feet pics Mm -hmm. and like how she also now she like, it's almost like. She's like the pimp for feet pics, people. Damn. And then she like helps younger girls or like beginner girls mm-hmm. get into selling feet pics. It's a whole like yeah. business. Yeah. It's crazy. I've thought about it numerous amounts of times. It's but not worth it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the first person to say it. it's like it's so much work for so little reward. And not that you can't make a lot of money in it, but like the scouting of getting people to buy them takes mm-hmm. for fucking ever it, it's like months and months and months yeah. of posting shit and like reaching out to people and like whatever just to get like one person to message you it's not like yeah. I, and all a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about it's not like the way that people make it seem where it's like you just sign up for this app and then people which is why we want to say beaten, failed at when all people be beaten down your door like yeah. it's not like that okay so that also i've never sold feet pics but then i've also like thought about selling my underwear because i feel like i feel like it's simple because like Mm -hmm. honestly guys that would be buying them or girls or whoever's buying them like on the other side like i mean they want all different types of underwear they want like your old underwear they want new underwear they want like ones you wore to work out and ones you worked in so like i'm like okay bitch i wear them every day Mm -hmm. we just sell them bitches like real real quick whatever Mm -hmm. um and i've like I actually was listening to a podcast the other day of a girl who did sell her underwear, but she didn't, she wasn't selling them to like make money off of them. She like had like lingerie sets sort of that she was selling on um, like Depop mm. and one person bought all of them. And then they were like talking, they're like, okay, so like, this must be a person like with a fetish that like bought everything. Um, and then there was like, okay, but could they like track that back to you? Like your DNA, could they like pull it off of there and be like, Ha, this is you and then like set you up for like a murder or something well okay. that's like that then i heard that well, and i was like oh that's scary so i will say um i signed up i think the website's called sophia grace is like where you sell underwear through is like one of the biggest ones it's like you sell underwear you can sell socks you can sell like fucking used tampons like, like literally yeah. anything you can sell 
your hair hairbrush but that was one of the main things and it's like i signed up for it first of all so much work second i feel like that's not very lucrative especially at first it's like not, underwear isn't cheap well also the, the majority of the people who are selling on these websites have only fans and so that's why people buy from them because gotcha. like they they know who they are i like the slimy person i am went on instagram and found this instagram model screenshotted so many of her photos emily and created an account with her pictures she said i need that bag and i want to get it fast <laughs> literally like i felt so bad doing it but then at the same time i was like she's already posting this kind of content so yeah whatever and uh yeah and and those websites like you have to like pay to sign up for but that was my main thing i was like I mean, I'm like the biggest true crime buff ever. I'm like, somebody could literally just like sprinkle your DNA at a murder scene. Yeah. And honestly, I did not think about that till I heard it on the podcast. Cause like, I honestly was just like, because to me, I'm also very naive. Like, I think that most people have good intentions. Yeah. I think people are trash. You see, and like, I mean, (laughs) I I get like the vibe off of people, but like in my mind, I'm like, no, like we are buying or like that person's buying that for like their own sexual pleasure. So like, why would they ever think about doing that? But then they started bringing it up and I was like, oh my God, that's so, that's I so, wanna so true. I want to say like, there's this girl on TikTok who I f- have seen so many videos of that she posts and her whole, her whole entire income is from selling stuff. Mm-hmm. But she's also is like famous on OnlyFans. So like, that's why she has a following. But like, she did like a whole video on how like, that can't happen but in my head i'm like it most certainly can happen if your dna is on it it can happen right well and that's the thing i feel like that's only if you're like selling dirty stuff because then this girl was like well since i was selling it through like depop it was like all washed yeah like whatever so i don't know but But, like touch dna and everything i don't know yeah like it's just like such a spiral but yeah feed pics and underwear so i made money on feed pics but i never sold one single piece of my underwear okay i listed 10 different underwears all different like options i made yeah i would make i just made shit up i was like oh hit my max today on benching or on uh (laughs) squatting with these ones because they were ripped yeah and so i was like oh i ripped them while i was hitting my max on my squats today (laughs) i would pay to see this account that's so funny i probably could still access it probably i don't know but yeah that one I, i called it lola's lounge so go hit her up. Honestly, you may have made a sale, but never sent it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, at this point, you may have. You yeah, never know. Who knows? I you mean, never know. It's just been on there for forever. Okay, so more, you know, legal. Oh, those side are all legal. I mean, those are legal, but I'm saying, you know, like you're not paying taxes on it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> more PG. Side oh, there we go. Okay, that that, that's what you meant. Yeah, I thought you just yeah. meant the money part. I'm like, yeah, you just don't pay your taxes. <laughs> Like, yeah, just tax fraud. It's a, it's a, big, it's a big thing over there. So Tax DoorDash. fraud is huge in the feed community. <laughs> Honestly, probably. <laughs> I would not be fucking claiming uh, that you, shit. You, you cannot tell me anybody who sells this shit online even knows what taxes are. I mean, the only they, thing d- they is definitely like, don't even know how that works. If you're selling it through like OnlyFans or like a, a platform and then you get paid through that platform, yeah, that's different. you have to pay taxes. Yeah. But like if these people are like low key, like Venmoing you yeah. or cash apping <laughs> you. That's how mine was. It was yeah. all through Venmo. Yeah, no, the, you ain't paying taxes. <laughs> I didn't. Okay. So the PG <laughs> jobs we've had. So a couple of months ago, Emily and I were like, and honestly, I think we admitted on the podcast, like, <laughs> this is like, 
It's so funny. We it's so embarrassing. signed up to be door dashers. <laughs> and <laughs> first of all, can you imagine me and Kellen knocking on your door with your fucking like cheesecake factory? Well, we did it for two weeks. <laughs> I did I, I I think I successfully did like eight total orders. I that made was it. a total of seventy dollars and it's still sitting in my DoorDash thing. Cash it out. <laughs> I just haven't put my account in. What? It. I cash I made twenty dollars, so I was like cash out. <laughs> yeah i have 70 dollars. i learned a there. lot from doing that though the first thing i learned people fucking suck and tip your fucking drivers what the fuck yeah they're not getting paid like the way that people think like they literally just make well, because tips. also even they're like advertisements like over like christmas was like look at all this extra money i made door dashing in one hour no fucking way you can't the even, amount of time i couldn't even do two drives in an hour yeah the amount of times and my like, phone died every five fucking minutes <laughs> Because the app drains your also, phone. Also, the app is super confusing. It's trash. It is not easy. It's not user-friendly. I had to contact Emily multiple Callen, times. Kellen was texting me on her first DoorDash order and was like, Which bro, this person how was, the fuck do you do this? This person was ordering. Oh, my God. Also, super judgmental of what people ordered. Sorry about it. This uh, man straight ordered, up, yeah, same. like, to-go or, like, fast food uh, fish. It wasn't like a Long John Silver's. It was worse. It was like a Captain D's. Uh, I Captain think D's nuts. Like not even good. He was mad because I forgot his sauce. But like, how was I supposed to know that you wanted he sauce? Said, because the app doesn't tell you. My diet doctor Kelp. <laughs> the, like literally, the app doesn't tell you. The app. Okay. It doesn't notify you when they message All you. All of those like like preferences that on the users in that you put in, like oh, add napkins, add blah blah blah. The only person who sees that is the restaurant. Your driver does not see any of that shit so like when you're like i got a drink and they're you're like well they didn't give me a drink so sorry Yeah, like you can like some you can go into it but it's like not user friendly to be able to go to that and then like yeah i didn't even know what the person's name was i was delivering to when i picked up the fucking order i said i'm here for doordash order they go for who and i go i don't know i don't know i literally showed them the app and i the one time he was like what's It was at McDonald's. <laughs> what is the order number? <laughs> I gave him the number of the restaurant. <laughs> and he said, okay. And he walked away. He said, this bitch is fucking stupid. I had I no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. Because it's not user friendly. They don't give you like, a how-to guy. And... <laughs> who doordash like no offense are typically like not the highest educated people so you think that the app would be easy to use like i was like if this dumb person who like consistently has ordered my food and fucked it up can do this then i can do this yeah as a fucking graduate degree holding human being that shit is hard Okay, it wasn't okay, but my thing is, it wasn't terrible because I compared it to like when I was a server, but then also like serving in Nashville wouldn't be the same. Like, because you can kind yeah. of like get more orders fast. But yeah, honestly, I thought it would be very good here because of all the rush on stuff. Trash. There would be multiple times I'd be sitting there for like 25, 30 minutes and Without. they just like wouldn't send me anything. And I'm like, yeah. what do you mean? My, th- my thing that was annoying about the, the whole experience is the, f- the amount of, driving is like not worth the amount of money you're making especially if you pay for your own car like the miles you're putting on your car and the gas that you pay 
you honestly probably make enough money to fill up your tank afterwards. literally like per hour yeah and it's really annoying like i so i've seen so many like people who do food delivery services that have two people with them and it makes so much sense because like to turn off your, especially in apartment complexes around here to turn your car it off it makes no to sense get out, to do it to by yourself up, here to do yeah. it like it's literally but that also you don't make enough money to do it with somebody no because i was i was about to say like if me and you could do it together it would make sense but like it's not worth it because then we're making 10 bucks an hour if and that. it's like and then it's like oh well i could literally just go babysit some random person's kids and make yeah. 35 dollars yeah hour or and whatever. also like because we're in a city so like you think that you'd have a lot of like like kind of close stops it's not it sends you out it, it sends you out super far you're not even in the limits anymore it will, you to, like dry, it's so annoying it literally took me like i picked up an order downtown and took it to the middle of fucking nowhere and i was at a wing stop i'm like there's no way this is the closest wing stop to this person and i'm sure it was like you got five bucks oh i made 350 yeah like it's not a lot tip your so, fucking drivers so we gave up on that real fast yeah. i mean honestly i would say if you have the grind for it and you can do it you can make money yeah and if if that is something that you're like seriously wanting to do like you could easily make a lot of money on it i just wasn't committed i just don't have the time yeah to put into making money from it and yeah. that's the hard part. i mean i think that's that's the trend for all these right it's like right. we're just like nah, i just want to yeah. i want this to be easier right <laughs> exactly because also for us it's like a second job yeah but also not a second job i i honestly thought as of that being like a second job for me it would be so nice because like you can make your own hours you're not like committed to like a yeah, time by thing. yourself driving around you're not like responding to corporate anything it's stressful but also because of that it allowed me to stop doing it really fast yeah true like you're like i have nothing riding on this exactly like I, this doesn't pay my bills but also you know like, the amount of times i've sat on indeed to like look for second jobs yeah. And haven't applied for a single one, but I'm like, this will be me. Yeah. Like I thought, okay, last last winter I was like, I'm gonna be a cart girl this summer at like a golf course oh. and like give out beers. Well, then to find out you can't be that unless like you know someone in there or like you've been working at like their restaurant in the clubhouse mm. for a while. So that kind of sucks. I was like, I'd be really good at that. I can flirt with men. I do it every day for my own job. Right. So like on the golf course serving them beers, mm-hmm. millions of dollars. I would be rich. Well, I didn't do that. And then I was like, you know what? I miss serving. I'm going to go back and be a server. So here, like, brunch is a big thing. And, like, I don't know. I feel like every restaurant does brunch. But I was like, being a brunch server would yeah. be amazing because, like, I would still have, like, the rest of my night. Like, honestly, I don't really go out yeah. often. So, like, I could wake up and go and, like, serve and whatever. You're serving mimosas. Not that hard. So I applied at this one place. And they told me I did not have enough brunch experience to be able to be a server. So I said, you know what? Just serving isn't for me in this town. Yeah. I actually had a friend the other day apply to be a, a waitress at a restaurant that she had worked at for years. Uh, she works like full time, like at a corporate job. But she's like, I just want some extra cash. So she's like, I'll do it on the weekends or whatever. And they called her and they were like, yeah, like sounds good. Like whatever. And then like the day of that she was supposed to start again, they like sent her a text and were like, hey actually uh like we can't like hire on anybody else right now like blah 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 so like i don't know it's it's i don't know also i think around here though like restaurants are super competitive like Mm -hmm. it's not like where i grew up in pennsylvania where like you could walk in and be like i want a job and they're like you're hired yeah we need somebody yeah but like here it's super competitive like people make legitimate careers out of this yeah i mean bartending on broadway is like 
this is very much like a service industry type city yes so like it's it is hard to get into Mm -hmm. but the hard part about like the service industry is like once you're in it you can't get out of it but yeah yeah that's tough just like looking for a second jobs and just like not fully committing fully fully something i do every day actually like it's it's i see i don't really do that i'm much more of like the side hustle random shit like mine's never like i want to go like work for somebody i just want to do something on my own like I've done so. That's like, the thing. I don't want to work for somebody, but I'm like, I could use some extra money. Yeah. So that that's the issue. That's why I don't apply for anything. Mm-hmm. But you know what I have done? Hmm. I've tried to take surveys online. What is what's that uh, app? It's called like Tula. Yes. Okay. I I've downloaded and re-downloaded that so many fucking times. I'm never but the demographic thing. Me neither. And what sucks about those things is like uh, they. <laughs> are like more they're on like a gift card payment so like you get paid for like you get paid like by points and then like at the once you obtain a certain amount of points you can like cash that into a gift card but it's like not like a visa gift card it's like a gift card to like best buy or like fazoli's or like the cheesecake factory like what the fuck like can i just have money yeah so it's like it's like they're not even paying you like actual dollars right and i feel like the time commitment to put into all of it every survey i've actually ever done it's like you'll get $15 at the end of this. You're like, great. And it's like seven hours later. Yeah. And like, I, like <laughs> or they'll be like $15 for 10 questions. You're like, easy, yeah. easy paragraphs. Yeah. Is what they want. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. So it's really not a sustainable thing to have as a side hustle because it takes a lot more time than it's worth. Oh, facts. Not it at all. Well, another thing that I've done besides the survey taking that might be more on the uh, illegal side was uh me and my one of my best friends created a joint tinder account and i think i may have talked about this on the podcast before but we set our age preferences to like 30 to like the max age on tinder i think is like literally 90 something we set our age on there and the whole thing was just hot photos of us like nothing was like inappropriate like they were all like cute instagram pictures that we've posted but like we just looked hot or like snapchats Mm -hmm. and like it was like literally up front we were like all we want is money like we were like we were like stop we were like we will we were like we won't do anything we won't send you anything all we will do is text you and we want your money and like that account was live for like maybe four hours (laughs) and then it got like flagged because like we were trying to make money on tinder yeah and uh henceforth i have been banned from, from tinder. tinder anything anything to do with my name my phone number any email address that i have like literally everything so if you ever see an account on tinder with my face on it just know that is not me but you're not that famous so much trying to use i'm phone. just i've used random people's faces on dating apps okay i never have not on dating or not on dating apps but like that fucking thing what was loud yeah like i literally just screenshotted some hot girl on instagram she wasn't famous she had like 800 followers. I just I'm screenshotted screaming. her face. I'm screaming. No, I have never tried to be on Tinder for money. Um, I've also never had a Tinder. So I've only had a Tinder for dating for like a, like three days in college. And then I realized it was like the hookup app. And I was like, no, no, not for me. Yeah, not for me. So this is um, a very niche thing for Emily. And uh, when I say that she has <sighs> tried this multiple times and I have watched the highs and lows of her trying to sell these. I have tried to sell. I've I, and the thing the thing that's frustrating is so many people s- will like hit me up for it, 
But then they never pay me for the shoes up front. So I'm like, I'm not going to paint them unless you let pay me up front so I can buy the shoes. But what we're talking about, like selling like hand painted sneakers. Mm hmm. And so, like, all these people will hit me up and be like, oh, I want I want a pair. Can you do this? And they'll send me, like, all of the shit that they want on it. And I'm like, yeah. Can you just either you buy the sneakers, send them to my place, or, like, prepay me for the sneakers? And then you can pay me afterwards once they're painted, if you like them, whatever. But they won't fucking do it. So, mm. it's a fail. But, but, I mean, honestly, though, I feel like they're afraid because they're like well then i already bought these and if she messes them up like whatever regardless like i'm taking my fucking time to do it right but i also if I, yeah if i were you i would be like because i don't it's not like an etsy page where like they're like pre-done yeah yeah well so. that was the thing is like they were asking for such detailed shit that i was like this is gonna take me like a week of like hours and hours and hours of work and they wouldn't even fucking buy the $70 Air Force Ones online yeah. first. I'm like, these fucking cheap fucks aren't going to pay for the shoes themselves. Yeah, because when I tell you the price afterwards, you're not yeah. going to pay. And no, that's another thing about like creative stuff. People are so quick to be like, you're charging way too much for that. I'm like, this literally took me 40 hours. Yeah, this is going to take me a while. But I've watched her so many times. It's not like funny because like I love like your grind of it and like you're super good at like like you're so creative and you're so talented in that but it's just funny because i've watched you like s- perfectly like set them up oh, on boxes yeah you had like your strobe light like in the back with like your, your like yeah ghetto songs fucking like, grinding man and you're like like swiveling and you're like dm if you want yeah. some shoes and the fucking the fucking trashiest people will dm me and never follow through yeah that so. makes sense so something i've never like tried to sell like painted shoes because I'm also not an artist, but I've tried to sell like clothing mm-hmm. through like, I don't know, like Depop. What's the other one that's on there? Like Poshmark. Poshmark. So many times. But the thing is that I get like annoyed with is like the a, shipping. A, the shipping, but also like when you're starting out, like you're not going to make money off it. No. It's like anything else. Like yeah. nobody knows who your account is. Nobody cares. Yeah. Like you have to like build a clientele for it. So it's like, literally a waste of time by the time you like get all the pictures you upload it you put descriptions everything it's like mm-hmm. i literally wasted my time so then i just sell my clothing at plato's closet, plato's closet and, and you get, get ripped off anyway <laughs> and they don't take the the most stylish things they take like the most just just shit that you never thought they would take they take that and they leave you with the nicest quality best stuff that you yes. have yes yeah but you it know makes what no sense sometimes you just make it you need a quick buck yeah go through the closet go to play closet. i know sometimes i'll literally be like I, I need like 40 bucks to buy like some booze and food like that's all I honestly <laughs> i'm getting to the point where i need to go through my clothing again yeah. and go to plato's closet and see if i can like the last time i went through my clothing it was like not worth even trying but like this time i think yeah. I just need to get like some shit out. I'm just, it's too much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that is a side hustle that can work, but how often can you do it? Not a lot. Unless yeah. like, you're super into clothing and like staying on trend, I would yeah. be selling my shit too. Yeah. Or I know some people will literally like buy shit from Play-Dohs, wear it, and then like resell it. Mm. So like, I mean, if you're buying a discount, like, it, like people can actually make some, I mean, I guess that's the whole point of like thrifting, right? Like for people who like make money off of it is like go to Goodwill, find a couple of cool pieces and then just like 
if they get a depop or whatever and sell them on there. See, but you know, that is what frustrates me. And we talk about this all the time, like gatekeeping of like mm-hmm. thrifting around Nashville specifically because people will do that. They'll like go to cool thrift stores and get all that. And then they want to sell like a freaking Dave Matthews oversized shirt for like 80 bucks. Oh, when it wasn't that even in the first place at the concert when, when you bought it donated from Goodwill for one ninety nine. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I get it like cool for like good for you for making your money on it. But also like, fuck you, because like it, if you yeah. buy that also you're unless like that's like your lifelong dream is to have like every Dave Matthews concert. If your lifelong dream is to have every Dave Matthews concert band tee, then you probably have gotten no pussy your whole life. <laughs> And you probably are a fucking loser. Okay. <laughs> but like, if that's your thing, go off. Yeah. Like, I'm not here to judge you. I do weird shit. You do weird shit. Like, I don't spend $80 on a thrift Dave Matthews tea. No, but like, <laughs> if it was anime, you might. So I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I'm I'm defending this person. Like, I've done it. I, I never know. have. But I'm just. Cause and like, like, you suck Dave Matthews band dick. Do you like Dave Matthews band? I mean, I don't hate. Oh, uh, like, see, I hate them. I'm not a super fan, uh, but like my sister, like used to fuck with them mm-hmm. hard. But like I'm, like yeah. it's whatever. I know like ants marching, and that's about it. Like, I was gonna say I, I couldn't name one song, and I'm over here like fuck Dave Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, okay, that was like a poor example, I guess. Yeah, but like I'm just like saying. a Harley Davidson shirt at Black Shag Vintage is like two hundred dollars. Yeah, for, for what? what? For what? It has moth holes in it. Literally, <laughs> literally, when my sister and I were in New York like three weekends ago, we went thrifting mm-hmm. and there, she got a Harley Davidson shirt for $11. Yeah. And that's not, like how it should be. Yeah. No. Yeah. Around here, thrifting sucks. So thrifting anyway. does suck around here. But the main goal of all of these side hustles for us is that we were just trying to make some extra money without actually working. Um, so and and that's where that's where work. yeah exactly like that's why we fail at it right because we're like we're like wanting all this extra money but we're like we don't want to do work. Also, I <laughs> like I just like, want it to be easy. Yeah, you want it to be easy, but I think the hard part about a side hustle too is doing it yourself. Cons- yeah, and then like your friends aren't on that same grind, so then it's really hard to like yeah. keep it consistent because like a like they're not like. Not that, like, your friends have to help you, but I think that, like... It helps know. when everybody's, like, on the same wave. Yeah, and also, like, you... The side hustles that we choose to do, we're not, like, being forced to do. So, then you're yeah. kind of like, nah. Plus... There's nobody... There's no... Yeah, you don't have a boss. Nobody's holding you accountable. Yeah. Like, for DoorDash, it was like, your rating will go down if you don't accept these rides. I was like, fuck my rating. I don't care. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, I... I'm not, I get paid the same either way. Yeah, whatever. But... <laughs> Yeah, I think that's, like, the hardest part is, like, no one's, like, telling you to do it. And then also, like, the attention span of, yeah. like, society today is so short. Yeah. So, honestly. Imagine like, imagine, imagine the attention span of somebody who already has an attention deficit disorder in today's society. Like, I mean, I can't even. I, I can't I need meth for that. I, I can't even write my own name without being, like, squirrel. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't even work. Yeah, no, it's really hard. And. I mean, I would say, like, for us, like, obviously, our main side hustle right now is this podcast. We make zero fucking dollars. Zero dollars. Which, listen. Hella work will be worth it someday. We love it. But the, that's the thing is, like, we get a lot of satisfaction yeah. from it. And, like, True. that's what you have to take from it. Like, we yeah. enjoy it. We generally, like. Did I get satisfaction from selling pictures of toes? No. Zero. Did I make some money? Yes. But this is way better. Yeah, exactly. Like we, <laughs> So, like, you know, I guess you got to go back and yeah. forth. But also to say then, too, I have somebody to do it with that's like, if I'm not motivated right. that day, like you are, or vice yeah. versa. And, like, that happens all the time. Yeah. So it's like, that's why I think a lot of side hustles don't work because, like, you yeah. don't have, A, that person helping you or, like, your friends are like, 
bitch, just come out with us. Like, why okay, are you door so, dashing on a Friday night? Yeah. So, I th- moral of the story: get into a side hustle with somebody who also wants to get into that side hustle. Make a joint venture out of it. Yeah, whatever it is. I mean, selling feet pics, door dashing. We, we got a photographer and we got a model. Right. Boom. We got an Instagram. You need the angles. We got an Instagram manager and we got the uh, finance guy. We, but wait, the thing is, like, you can't get all the angles of your feet by yourself, dude. It's so hard. So get it with your friends. Especially when you. What about like friend feet pics? Fun. Yeah, that's fun. That's interesting. Sounds like a fun night. Yeah. Some wine, some toes. (laughs) Might get weird. Who knows? You never know. (laughs) (laughs) The wine comes out, bitch. We don't know. You be sending some shit you would never send. (laughs) Your feet groped around the bottle. <laughs> like, holding you're like, it. You're like big toe, big toe. And your second toe, like holding the wine glass. Never fucking know. You don't. You don't. You really don't. But see all the possibilities if you if you go into it with a friend. They're endless. Endless. endless <laughs> honestly. So this kind of is going to go into side hustles that you and I have never Never done these ones, but th- some of them are quite interesting. Looking um, at this so list, so some right of here. these, uh, we asked around, we asked some people, and we also found some stuff on Reddit. We found some stuff on TikTok, yeah. to kind of inspire these, and so. just like some shit like we've all seen people or, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one that I just thought was so funny, I was on Reddit, and I literally just typed in like side hustles, and one of the like threads was like this guy, and he said he sold aspirin to high school kids and told him it was Adderall (laughs) (laughs) which like that is the funniest that is the most like high school gullible Mm -hmm. shit I've ever heard of that's like the same as like when I would buy uh alcohol from like older people in high school they would charge us like forty dollars for like Vlad. A, a, <laughs> no for like a 12 pack of like mike's heart and you were like steal i was steal like, because marissa down the street was gonna charge you 60 <laughs> i mean it is just so funny but yes yeah, selling aspirin is adderall that is the funniest shit yeah. and you know it's like they've never taken adderall before so, so like, they don't know what's supposed to the happen the placebo that ha- they're probably like holy shit i am so focused yeah right and now. honestly to this day they're and probably my headaches like, surprisingly <laughs> gone <laughs> to this day they're probably like yo bro i was a bad i was such a bad school. kid buying adderall from like Joey. chad over yeah. there yeah that's that's so funny so also another one would be getting sugar daddies i've never had one i've watched like like one that's like such a hot topic like a hot trend and I, I think this also goes into like the work thing though i feel like having a sugar daddy or multiple is so much more work than it's worth yeah i know a couple people who have had like sugar daddies but they're like not in any way like sexual they're very mm-hmm. much like for companionship like, i actually know a guy who uh he would fly like all over the country like this man would fly him around to come to events with him so he didn't look like he was a loner so it looked like he because he was a gay man and he like so he would fly like my guy friend out and be like oh, be my man, gay partner that's- you know, and he made lots of money. Doing yeah, but it. you know, the thing about me is like if I was that person, I would feel so bad making money off the fact that this guy's just lonely. Like, yeah. isn't that so sad? It is sad at first, but then but we, then I guess you get that first couple thousand. You're like, fuck you, yeah, bitch. And thing, your sadness. He would, that's the hard part for him. Like, <laughs> I mean, 
he was very personable. So like he would like talk to him and like get to know him. But at the same time, like he would go and like this man would fly him first class to come see him. Oh, yeah. He'd be put up in like the nicest hotels mm-hmm. in the area. Wined and dined. Didn't have to stay with him. The guy would literally send a car to pick him up at the hotel. So like they didn't interact until they got to like the venue or wherever they had to go together and they would meet there. So like, he never had to interact with him outside of like the event that was occurring. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it was just dinner. Sometimes it was like a business, like whatever thing that he was there for. Like, yeah. And it happened like he did it like a couple times with like this, like same guys. And like he became like friends with them. And then like, it just kind of fizzles. But like, yeah, I mean, yeah, like he would get paid because it would be like weekends. Yeah. Completely just like wind and dine at the best places. And then also getting like a thousand dollars just to like exist. Yeah. For the weekend. Yeah. I mean, not bad it's not bad but it's a full-on commitment right it's like he literally had to give up his days to go yeah. do all this stuff to go hang out with some random some, like, lonely old guy man Greg. Yeah. yeah like i don't know fuck all that noise yeah i guess i mean like i don't feel like i'd be opposed to it like if you're that down bad and you got you want to obtain a lifestyle like yeah the guy, this so this my friend lived in new york city and he like had to obtain a lifestyle mm. so it's like I guess that makes sense. So one weekend away, you also have to get pull, have cool Instagram pictures, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You also get introduced then to people of that like That's stature. true. I feel like I feel like for the networking of it, it exactly. would be worth it. And then you get to go back. You have a couple of thousand dollars. You either just paid your rent or you can, true. you can go out and have yourself a good time with your friends. Yeah, that's true. For one weekend. Yeah. Not that bad. I mean, if you're if you if it's that, but like I'm. I'm not I'm, trying to like meet you at your house or anything. I'm not trying to like. That's the thing. And it's like, I mean, I feel like the, the average sugar daddy is just some creepy mm-hmm. fuck on Instagram who's yeah. like. It's almost like those like guys we saw up. at dinner from us when we were at, for New Year's. Uh, like those were for sure sugar babies that they like and met the sushi they, Those were like creepy guys. Like they were very touchy. Like I don't fuck with that. Like yeah. that's where it's like gross. But I mean, if you're into it, then fucking get your back. I mean, that's kind of all these. Right? I mean, that kind of goes like into the next one about like giving <laughs> massages. So um, I know someone who he was telling me he was like, yeah, like I used to give massages to this man's wife for money. And I used to make like good money doing it. So I feel like that's a fetish on the husband's end. Is that not just prostitution? Low-key, probably a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> now that you say it that way. <laughs> I'm not promoting, but he made a bag, so. Hey, you know what? If everybody's a consenting adult and whatever, like sex work is a valid, is a valid way to make money. As and long I mean, as everybody's consenting, who yeah, cares? Exactly. If it's if it's full consent, yeah, and, and everybody's of age, yeah, go for it. Whatever. I mean, get your bag. Yeah. But yeah, that's. I mean, I guess that's one way. We're not that's, we're not condoning that behavior. No. But like, <laughs> if the opportunity presents itself and you're thinking about taking it, and you need to do it, I mean, just fuck. make sure everyone's down. Yeah. And make sure the bag is good. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. The next one. The next one we have on here is another one of Kellen's friends, but I, I I wrote it on here, so I'm going to say it because I think the way I wrote it is funny, but illegally putting things in envelopes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
okay. so niche. <laughs> so I was, I asked like a couple of my friends around here just to yeah. like see what they've done. Cause like also like we're saying what we did, but like, I don't know. People do crazy shit for a dollar. Like, oh yeah. Fuck. I mean, I mean, what we did is very like normal stuff. Yeah. I feel like most people, especially girls some of these are, are very niche. Yeah. So he was like, well, one time I <laughs> I was like illegally putting things in envelopes and I was like, what were you putting them? He's like, I don't remember, but they were documents. So, <laughs> so that's who fucking sent my fake ID. Yeah. Like he probably did. <laughs> he probably did with like a plate or plate or whatever, like behind like a, what was my fake? My fake ID was in like this weird, like box mm. and it had like, like a, cards or something in it but i had friends who got like chopsticks i had a friend who got like a spoon Mm. i was like what the fuck but actually very illegal i never (laughs) i'm actually not gonna say it because my sister's a nurse (laughs) i'm not gonna get her in trouble so mlms so mlms (laughs) we everybody knows somebody who's been a part of an mlm or who still is i mean i hate to call you out if this is like your job but like get a different job but the essential oils aren't it anymore honey <laughs> stop selling the pink drink yes the monet the sugar bear hair, hair care, care vitamins <laughs> the fucking what is it uh the, what's the nutrition one juice plus my sister sold juice plus <laughs> That bitch sold Juice Plus. She thought she I was mean, about to make a juice, whole bag. Juice Plus just sounds like a fucking MLM. No, it was like it just ca- sounds yeah. like a pyramid. It was scheme. like capsules, and it was like <laughs> like you got your fruit capsules, you got like your vegetable were capsules. They, <laughs> were they infused with CBD? No, no, they were not. But yeah, my sister was hard into that shit. That is so funny. Yeah, no, like yeah, all these dumb products that people sell. Is it Herbalife? Yeah, yeah herbal life or arbon arbon arbon's a massive one actually this one girl when i like so i made a new instagram account from the one that i like always had on my oh life. you got hit up by a hey girly and i got hit up by a hey girly i've never <laughs> met her in my life and she like sells arbon and like because at first like they can't say that they're selling something because it's an mlm so they can't be like oh whatever but then she starts posting about like using arbon all the time and then one day she's like i could probably go to it she like so then my DMs, we like talked before because she was like, hey, like whatever. Because when I was like first like posting nutrition stuff, that's now not on my account anymore. But <laughs> like I was posting this stuff and she was like, oh my God, I think that you'd be perfect for Arbon. Have you ever heard of it? And I was like, delete. Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> You're gone. <laughs> uh, I get messages on the reg. Hey, Emily, I love your vibe. Yes. You are so pretty. Are you currently partnered with any beauty brands? Bitch, fuck off. Okay, this one, this one's good. Hey, can I ask you a quick question? And I promise, I'm not trying to sell you anything, LOL, with a sparkle emoji. <laughs> <laughs> she said, Lauren, go off. <laughs> no, I, I have so Oh, I many. delete all of them. But yeah, like. Oh, no, I just keep them in my, like, requests. Mm, but the hey, girly ones, yeah. Especially, like, the bitches from high school that were, like, the meanest motherfuckers. And then they want to slide in my DMs and want me to buy from them. Oh, wait, a lot of there's money. another one, too, from, like, Health and Fitness that, like, this one girl I used to, like. Oh, this one. Hello, friend. How are you? I am an Amazon seller. I offer free samples for customers to write product reviews so that other customers can learn more about the details of our products. I want to find somebody to test my product in the U.S. Are you interested in this? Uh, (laughs) They're fucking water shoes. (laughs) I never looked at this. What the fuck? (laughs) 
that has to be someone from like China trying to have you. I sell think they're Russian water shoes. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Anyways, yeah, if yeah, the MLM people, they they have no chill. I want to say there, there's one girl that I like used to like, work with and swim with and everything, and I think that it was like Beachbody, I, or it's like mm. something like that type of program, and they have like their own supplements and all that kind of stuff. And she would not let it go. And like at the time I wasn't like working out the way that I am, but still she was like, come on. I think you'd be like, I think you'd be a great client. I think it'd be great. I'm like, but I don't want to, I don't want to. I told her, Oh my God. They cannot, they cannot take no for an answer. No. I mean, we could, I've, I still really want to do a whole episode on MLMs because I think they're fascinating and I think they're funny as fuck. The people who are so thirsty to get you to sign up because they sold their soul to this cult. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. honestly, half of them don't even make a dollar because no, it's so and that, hard. And to. that's the whole thing. But OK, the next on this list, we have the makeup artists from high school. <laughs> I think makeup, hair, nail, lash yeah. tech, like all these people. No, who no, no. Like, but they're not even tech. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, Take the tech away. They never got like their license in any sort of cosmetology. Yeah, they yeah, never yeah, went yeah. to hair school. Like they never did anything to like certify themselves. But they'd be posting on Instagram like, like hit me up for a makeover. Like yeah, I, I yeah. do like homecoming makeup. and shit. Yeah, yeah. So there's this one girl that um, I used to work with and she actually multiple girls I used to work with did this thanks <laughs> yikes. yikes whatever but they would like they made like accounts for like their makeup and whatever same smoke yay on every person yeah. just a different damn color ridiculous eyelashes yeah. <laughs> and the one time like this was before like i was i was like into makeup but like not being like a girly girl yeah like, eyelashes on and i asked the one because i worked with her and i was like hey like so and so will you like teach me how to put eyelashes on yeah like, yeah if you want you can come over to my house and it'll only be 45 dollars and i said fuck you you're I'm, like I'm i was asking as this a, bitch you're like i was just asking as like a friend yeah like i wasn't trying to like i'm not trying to be your fucking client no and also <laughs> i can do my own makeup i just want eyelash help and like do you have any tips mm-hmm. and now this bitch tried to like she was like 45 dollars. you can come over i got the lashes i was like bitch what no those girls are the most ridiculous because they overcharge for everything because they think that they are like freaking james charles in this bitch like yeah and then they use like the fucking like uh triangle shaped beauty sponges that you get at like <laughs> dollar tree on your face and you're like uh something ain't it something ain't that and like here. they only they only use their shade they're like oh i'm so sorry that i ran out of like yeah and my, you walk color- out of there with like four shades oh my off God. yeah like, literally the amount of times like i've seen them like some girl comes in and they have like they got freckles and they have beauty marks on their face and then they leave and it's like never gone been seen before yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Those are also some of the rudest bitches in high school. Why do all those bitches now sell like their own lip gloss? And then in my head I'm like, how are they you? They sell their own this? lip gloss and like wear monogram t shirts every day. Yeah, like how did you make this lip gloss? Um would never put that on my body. No. So this is something that's like a, uh the next topic is like huge Very on hot. TikTok. Yeah. And it's drop shipping because it's super simple. It's so easy. Drop shipping? I actually watched a video on this before we started recording because I was like just want to learn a little bit more the amount of work that you have to do to drop ship stuff there's no way it's worth it mm, yeah no, no way no there are some like drop ship sites you can do where like you don't even have to put capital up which is like nice but like then you're definitely not making money if you're not putting any capital into it also like 
you have to be selling like like a lot of different products to be making what people on TikTok are showing. They're like, I made 30K in a month. Yeah. Do you have like 17 different products that people are buying? It's not just from water bottles, Steve. Right. Like, yeah. No, it's it's a very hard thing to get into. And there's so many different steps and it's still like multifaceted. It's not like simple. Like, no, it's definitely not a side hustle. It's like that's your full job. Like if you are a drop shipper, that's all you do. Yeah. Yeah, it's, there's it's a no big, big, big thing. There's no way you could, like, time wise, do that just like on the side casually. Yeah, no way. And then that goes into like you know maybe you're not drop shipping, but mm. you're trying to flip sneakers. You're out here just trying to flip whatever you can. Yo, the sneaker game is so fucking lucrative if you can get in. But the issue is like. Whenever these drops happen for shoes, like you got to know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody to buy the shoes at retail price because once they're fucking gone, they're gone. And like if you get like a good shoe that like, you know, is going to be hot, like you could literally make like a thousand times profit. Yeah. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. Because, like, people upsell them so much. Like, the amount of times, I think it's, like, what is it called? Like, the goat or something that's, like, online. Because the amount of times I've tried to, like. Stock X, goat, grilled, all that stuff. Like, my size shoe was, like, super popular. So, like, Mm -hmm. you, it'll be, like, starting at, like, 150 for, like, these sneakers that I've been, like, I want them so bad. But then I like go to my size and it's like six hundred dollars for the shoe. I'm like, yeah, but men's size fourteen is seventy bucks, like, and the retail price is like a hundred. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's so annoying. But yeah, like stuff like that. Yeah, I fell victim to that shit. Like when I was really into sneakers and when I didn't have a bunch of bills to pay, I would buy just the most ridiculously overpriced shoes for no mm-hmm. reason. And now I look back on that version of me and I'm like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Like, if you would have just put that money towards, like, saving it or the stock market, you could actually have money now and not have to be doing all this fucking stupid stuff. But that's stuff. the thing. But that's the thing. Because we're not taught that. Like, no, in yeah. College, like, and not in college. Like, even in high school, like, you're not taught yeah. any of that. You're taught to go out and get these dumbass jobs yeah. that make you money and, like, not just invest your money. Yeah, in, nobody like, teaches you about the stock market. Until you're, like, in college. And unless, you have a, like, unless you have a penis. Apparently, like, you start learning about the stock market when you're, like, 12. Even, I don't know what it is about dudes. They start learning about that shit so early. Nah, it's not even that they learn about it so early. They just get overly confident because they, like, buy that's, one stock. That's true. And then they just think they, like, are freaking... Yeah, they buy one share of Tesla. And they're like, God damn it, I need to snort coke off somebody's ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, pop off, Jerry. You yeah. got this. Okay, so Somebody give me a Quaalude right now. <laughs> Where's my Lambo, bitch? <laughs> um, Flipping furniture. I think that that's, like, a... I know a bunch of people who do this, A actually. lot of people that flip furniture, you can make money, but it's, like, work. It is, like, yeah. I've, I know people who, like, sell and couches. It's kind, of, it's kind of hard, especially people like us who don't have a bunch of space to store it. Exactly. Like, people, we don't have, like, a big, like, garage to, like, hold a big sectional that we just bought. Those people, for sure, um, have, like, storage units and stuff. Yeah. And then, like, also, okay, it might be, like, a couch, but then also you have people who buy, like, uh dressers and then like completely just like deconstruct it and and yeah which like it's so beautiful when it happens but like i don't have the time i don't have the patience yeah i also don't see that vision when i'm looking at this like piece of 1950 (laughs) fallen apart yeah sharpied up 
yeah. dresser. I'm like, yeah, no good. It definitely takes a certain type of person. But like, yeah, some people are really, really like in deep in that world. And, yeah, like, but very and it's good super, at it. super lucrative. It's kind of yeah. like the sneakers. Like if you can get into it and like you can make a lot of money. But like, honestly, I... I don't got the patience. Yeah. I don't got the time. I feel like we so- we saved the simplest thing you can fucking do for money for the very last. And neither one of us have done it, but we just I talked about it today. I know a ton of people that have done this. I know so many people who have done this. And we, we, we talked about doing this today. And we were like, are we candidates for this? Can we do it? Because, like, why not? <laughs> but it's selling your plasma. Google, Google right now how much money you can make selling plasma i believe you have to do like a few rounds it's like three or four rounds okay so the so the closest clinic to us in nashville says donate your plasma and earn up to nine hundred dollars so all i'm hearing is cha-ching we need to go do that but she's tatted and i take meth so we might (laughs) (laughs) we might not be on their top candidates that they're looking for how painful is Oh, apparently it doesn't hurt to donate plasma. That's No, good. it's just it, you draw blood and they do a transfusion. And mm-hmm. so it puts the blood back in you and they take the plasma out of the blood. I've done so much research on this. But you've never done it? No. Qualifications of selling your plasma. That's what I need to know. Fuck, I'm about to go out of the country in three weeks. We've got to do this now because I bet <laughs> once I leave, i got to wait a while. Facts. Facts. I mean, let's pay my credit card bill off. Maybe. That's what I'm saying, dude. I mean, shit. If you donate too frequently, though, it can ruin your quality of plasma. I'm just trying to do it like once. Okay. So are you eligible for donating plasma? Illness. So if you're sick or you're on antibiotics or have any active infections, you cannot donate plasma. Medical conditions. There are 23 conditions that the American Red Cross considers when screening blood donors so you have chronic illness such as hepatitis and hiv um automatically disqualify you from donating obviously um other active conditions such as tuberculosis (laughs) must be treated first (laughs) if you're an 1800s english child you probably shouldn't donate your if you have low iron or hemoglobin levels sorry you're out medical conditions uh, that would prevent you from getting a blood transfusion or if you're the person who needs a blood transfusion, can't be doing that. Travel. If you've traveled to places that have Ebola or Zika virus, you are disqualified. So that's funny because when I donated blood uh, in college, like my freshman year, uh, my senior trip in high school was when like Zika was like a big thing and I mm-hmm. went to Mexico and uh, I lied when I donated blood. I lied. You're a bitch. <laughs> because my sorority like required us to do it. And if I didn't do it, I like had to pay a fine. <laughs> so I donated them my blood and it might have had the Zika virus in it. <laughs> You're honestly. I feel like that's some shit I should take. a horrible human. You need to go repent your sins. Yeah. Well, I don't believe in like that stuff. So I feel like I'm Gucci. <laughs> Also, I've donated so much healthy blood, so it's probably made up for it. Facts. I've never donated blood in my life. Okay, so who's the bitch here? I've never done it in my <laughs> life because I don't like it. Yeah. And you know what? I'm somebody who has tattoos. I have multiple tattoos all over my body, different pain levels. Ask me to get a shot? Not into it. Ask me to draw blood? No. 
absolutely not i had to draw blood so many times were you uh okay with like the filler in your lips or did that bother you no Hmm. it didn't bother me it's just helping people that you hate (laughs) (laughs) as long as it makes your body look better it doesn't bother you okay listen because okay (laughs) You want to help some sick child with cancer? You know what? Absolutely fucking not. (laughs) Fuck you, Timmy. Fuck you and fuck you. You know what I tell myself when I'm like getting a tattoo? I'm like, beauty is pain, beauty is pain, beauty is pain. And that's why I told myself with filler. But also with filler, they numb you. Yeah, but giving blood doesn't hurt the way that filler hurts because it's just one time. No, but you know what? The thing is that I don't like about like donating blood is that it stays in your arm. Yeah. And you can feel it when they like move the tube around. You can feel that bitch moving in your arm. Yeah, and you got to like squeeze a ball so you feel the needle each time. Yeah, that gets me. And that's what I don't like Mm. because like... I think it's just the helping sick people that you don't like. Okay, leave this joke behind, (laughs) Emily. It's not funny anymore. (laughs) Who needs to repent for this since now, bitch? Bitch, you gave Ebola to some kid who already had cancer. First of all, it was Zika virus. (laughs) So get your facts straight. And I didn't have Zika. I had just been in a country that had had Zika. But I didn't have Zika. You're a bitch still. <laughs> At least it was two weeks before the cutoff. So I was like, I'm fine. It's like if you may have COVID, but you still go to a bar. Uh. <laughs> it's just a cold. It's allergies. <laughs> it's just allergies, man. Zika. Oh, my gosh. COVID. Well, all this to say... <laughs> Go get your bag. Go get your coin. Yeah. Get that side hustle. Honestly, stick with it. Don't stick with it. We're not. We're not telling you anything. Yeah. We don't fucking judge. We because we've tried a ton that have been failures. Yeah. We've tried a lot that's nothing has been successful. Actually, they've all been failures. (laughs) What was this episode about? Failures. Failures. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, I think the whole point is like. You cannot get rich quick. There is no get rich quick scheme no. that won't send you to prison. So just <laughs> <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. No, besides besides so this content house I'm trying to build. So if you're an investor and you're listening to this podcast, first of all, check your morals because this might be the wrong place for you. Second, <laughs> second, second, hit us up in the DMs. Hit me up in the DMs and finance this house you can uh email us at society97.pod at gmail.com <laughs> hit us up for all business inquiries <laughs> and partnerships that you're looking for to start the uh i mean cross of this natu- national brand i think is what we, we started in nashville but i think we're just going to take it national immediately everywhere new york I mean, california florida fuck florida new york california <laughs> I mean, we can even take this to Europe, international, Mr. Worldwide. We're going global <laughs> with the content house, okay? So just. We haven't created one yet, but it will be a global enterprise. So yeah. stay tuned. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Make sure you go check out our YouTube channel that we just launched last week. Yes, every YouTube. single Tuesday, there will be a vlog from Emily and I. Mm-hmm. And then every single Friday, it will be yeah. the YouTube version of our podcast. Yeah. So if you enjoy watching podcasts, go check that out. Yeah. And if you want to see how hot we look right now, don't check it out. Because we look I ugly. Mean, we ain't trying to give you <laughs> boners or nothing while you're watching us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, definitely watch it. It's fun. 
and it's I mean it changes it switches it up a bit I think it's a, a different bit. dynamic it's yeah. a different interaction you get to kind of like see us and our facial expressions towards each other when we speak <laughs> aka mine to Emily um but <laughs> Yeah, definitely go check out our YouTube channel. It's at Society Seven. It is linked in our description, so you can find it really easily. Yep. Um, and yeah, that is another episode of Society News Seven. I'm Kellen. You can find me at Kellen Red K on Instagram. And I'm Emily. You can find me on Instagram at Starnzy. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram as well. We are at Society97.pod on Instagram. We are also on TikTok at Society97 pod we've been posting a shit ton of content over yes. there so go check it out so make sure you also go rate and review our podcast on apple Podcasts. you can rate the rate our podcast on spotify yep. as well and you know go subscribe to the youtube channel like that put your post notifications on you know yeah all the things ring that bell bitch but that is it we'll see you next time okay bye okay bye <laughs>